Welcome to Entrepreneur Mindset Reset, the podcast for entrepreneurs who want to learn from fellow business owners how to decrease the chaos and increase their sense of fulfillment while becoming more profitable. I'm your host, Tracy Trepesky. I'm an executive coach and consultant and leadership development expert. I'm also mom to two amazing teenagers and a menagerie of adopted furry family members. In each episode, we explore challenges, opportunities, and actionable tips to help you take control of your time and energy and improve your bottom line while staying true to your vision. You'll hear from me and my guests how we've tackled some of the pitfalls and unexpected surprises that entrepreneurship delivers. We're the real deal, and we're here to inspire and encourage you. Let's dive in. Hey, it's Tracy. Welcome back to episode 62 of Entrepreneur Mindset Reset. I am so glad you're here. I've got some excellent content in store for you today, but before I dive in, I want to give you a gentle reminder that Black Lives Matter, love is love, women's rights are human rights, abortion is healthcare, freedom of religion also means freedom from religion, and democratic values must be actively protected and fought for. Make sure you register to vote and do your part to uphold the democratic process we all claim to love so much. We have a list of resources in the show notes if you're in need of support or healthcare access. And that's it. That's the PSA. Now on to our regularly scheduled programming. To pivot or not to pivot, that is the question. Okay, so I'm not a philosopher per se, but I am curious when 2020 will come take home its drunken pivot. In a world where everything seems to be changing at warp speed, it's easy to get caught up in the FOMO worry trap and start thinking you might need to make a pivot in your business, especially if you're experiencing a slowdown or you've changed some tactics and they don't seem to be working the way you had hoped or planned. But we keep getting this push-pull message from the social media business gurus, and I really wish you could see my air quotes and eye rolling because I'm going hard right now. But here's what we hear. Your business isn't growing? Pivot. Not making the sales you want? Pivot. Feeling somewhat insecure and uncertain about the pending or in-process recession? Sharp right turn. Shiny squirrel. Tap, tap, tap on your pain points and insecurities. And in, in my opinion, this all serves to distract and detract from achieving our ultimate success. And here's the thing. If you're experiencing some slowdown in your business or you've recently made some changes and you're not seeing the results you want yet, Maybe you need to take a deep breath and slow TF down. By now, you know I'm a big, huge fan of the slow down to speed up or slow down to scale up method of business strategy. Okay, so let's start there. We talked about vision of success in my last solo episode, which is episode 58, in case you missed it and you're looking to binge on some excellent content. But let's review that just a little bit, shall we? So if you're lacking clarity, you will get mixed results, period, full stop. This is true for marketing, sales, and operations. It's important to start with getting clear about what you want to accomplish and how you plan to do that. You can listen to episode 58, and you can also access a free resource on my website to help you get crystal clear about your vision. You can go to tracytrapesky.com forward slash vision to download your free vision of success workbook. It's called Beat Hustle Culture, and it'll help you get clear, slow down, and then speed and scale up. So tracytrapesky.com forward slash vision. That will be in the show notes for you to click through. 
So once you're clear, you've got to make a commitment to do whatever you're trying. Say, for example, a marketing campaign or networking or something operational within your business. Whatever it is, commit to it for no less than two weeks and possibly up to a couple of months without changing anything. You have got to give new ideas and new systems time to breathe and do their work, kind of like baking a cake. So while you're letting your cake bake and rise in the oven, you can turn the light on and peek inside to measure and track your progress, right? Same with any adjustment you make to your business. You gather your data, you compare, you contrast, and you see how it goes. After some time has passed, if things aren't going the way you want them to, now it's time to make a slight change. Now, let's be clear, though. Unless you forgot a key leavening ingredient, your cake will rise. So when we talk about making a slight change, we're not talking about throwing the whole thing out and starting over or scrapping an entire initiative in your business just because the results haven't shown up yet. We're talking about what I call constant course correction or the three C's. And you follow the three C's with TMAA, which stands for test, measure, adjust, and allow. So we test, we measure, we adjust, we allow. Test, measure, adjust, allow, rinse, repeat, TMAA. You adjust one thing at a time. Otherwise, you don't know what is and isn't working. In this case, data and time are your friends here. So why constant course correction rather than a major pivot? Because like space shuttles, you may appear to be off course up to 97% of the time. Did you know that about space shuttles? They're off course 97% of the time, but with testing, adjusting, and communication with the motherboard, in this case, this would be your business analytics, your strategic brain, and your team's input and support, you can reach your desired destination. And did you know? that the shuttles land in the correct location 94% of the time, those are some damn good odds. Be like space shuttles. Here's a story to help put this into context. I had a regenerative medicine practice client who's located in a rural area, and their clinic is 100% self-pay with some tests and procedures reimbursable by insurance, but not many. In any market, this type of practice is challenging to get up and running. In the U.S., we're generally not accustomed to paying out-of-pocket for medical procedures, and obviously, not everyone is able to pay out-of-pocket. The practice limped along for a while with patients coming in by referrals and drips and drabs. So we discussed how to meet their patients where they are, and in this case, it would require a combination of community outreach, education, and offering lower-priced, more accessible treatments as a way to get people in the door to experience the clinic. And since humans buy from humans that they know, like, and trust, we decided to focus on establishing relationship while educating people on the benefits of these treatments, the lower-priced, more accessible ones, so they could see the value of investing in their health and well-being. Now, the median income in their town is not far above the national poverty level, so convincing people of the value and benefit of setting aside substantial amounts of cash to support their wellness would definitely be a challenge, but they were up for it. They had already begun addressing the community outreach and education portion, and they had great results in terms of interest. What they'd not yet been able to do was to get the general population to invest in services and treatments, i.e. pay cash. 
majority of their early patients were other doctors and high-level executives with substantial expendable income. So my client was pretty concerned about offering lower-priced options for fear of diminishing the effectiveness and value of the more comprehensive and thus more expensive treatments. But they understood the importance of meeting people where they're at. So they agreed to make a slight adjustment to some of their offerings and created a small handful of services that didn't require advanced blood work to administer. These were kind of considered what we called wellness cocktail infusions and would still be aligned with their greater vision of supporting their patients in feeling better and boosting their wellness. What transpired was pretty amazing. They called a number of patients who hadn't booked their appointments. They set up their wellness cocktail infusions and subsequently referrals started rolling in. People were hearing about how great their patients were feeling after their infusions and started to get curious. News travels fast in small tight communities. Flash forward a few months and we started to see more people coming in for deeper work, including investing in extensive lab draws that might not be covered by insurance and treatments that don't yet even have insurance codes for reimbursement. All of this from making one adjustment, which was to add a few more accessible, faster options, and they were able to build relationships with these patients and establish trust, which ultimately led to referrals, and their existing patients started coming in when they would have an injury, for example, to explore a non-steroid or non-surgical approach to addressing their pain. All this from wellness cocktails. Their revenues increased, and they started seeing month-over-month growth in terms of new patients, returning patients, and upgraded services by patients who had previously balked at paying cash out of pocket for any kind of medical treatment. Now, this client has since graduated from our work together, and I'm really happy to report that they're no longer considering closing down or taking their concept to a more populated higher income region. They trusted that making one slight change could bring them results, and it did. Now they're able to market for more in-depth services as well as their wellness cocktail infusions. And now their revenues are more predictable with sustainable, repeatable growth. They incorporated the test, measure, adjust, allow methodology, the TMAA, to their new list of services. They had focused, at this time, they focused all of their marketing, relationship building, social media posts, and outreach efforts on educating and sharing about the benefits of these less expensive, more accessible options. And they did this for about three months. So during these three months, they changed nothing, even when they were worried it wasn't working. And, you know, just a sidebar here, we all know that marketing takes time, but this client actually already had a great network and very established relationships. So this went relatively quickly for them. At the end of the three months, they'd seen significant progress and could document their activities and their results. So after that, they were able to mostly set and forget their new initiative marketing and move back into education mode for the other more comprehensive regenerative services that they offer. After a few months of that, they started to see that some of their patients who came in for the wellness cocktails were starting to inquire about and book other services. For example, for tennis elbow, hair loss, knee and shoulder injuries, plus some of their regenerative cosmetic services. And they just applied the same TMAA method. Remember, that stands for test, measure, adjust, and allow. They did this for another few months and started to see the patterns and trends, and they were able to document and take their data and apply it to 
you know, their next set of tests. So at the end of another three months, they decided that they needed to streamline their services and keep their focus on a few key areas, which helped them get rid of equipment and supplies that they weren't using and reduce their extensive list of services. This reduced confusion and overwhelm of their patients and prospective patients and ushered in another bump in inquiries and bookings for services. All of this from changing one thing at a time, then testing, measuring, adjusting, and allowing rinse repeat. Like the cake recipe we were testing earlier, this approach helped my clients fine-tune their offerings, their marketing efforts, which they outsourced to be clear, and tighten up their operations. Each time they tested their cake recipe, they made notes of what worked, what didn't, what adjustments to make, and so on. What they didn't do was yank the cake out of the oven mid-baking to make sure that it was mixed properly or starting to rise or if it tasted okay. No, they trusted that what they were testing at that time would at the very least provide data to inform their next adjustments. Simple, yet effective. You know, as entrepreneurs, we tend to think in absolutes when we get frustrated or impatient. Part of our charm, of course, is that we agitate and constantly look for ways to do better, build something bigger, make a bigger splash, whatever it is. We're often looking for new things. But that can also be our Achilles heel, not having the patience and the trust required to allow what we're testing to work its own magic. Let the cake bake. Trust yourself. The point I really want to drive home is this. If you are lacking clarity, you'll get mixed results. And that can lead you down a bumpy road of doubt, failed initiatives, and potentially could be quite damaging to your business. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It always comes back to clarity. From there, you can build out the incremental changes you want to implement and test, measure, adjust, and allow in multiple iterations until you find the right formula. Give your one-at-a-time changes room to breathe and grow like you would a cake in the oven, and don't change anything until you've gathered the data you need from each iteration. I promise you will save time energy, and muchísimo dinero, which means boatloads of money to you non-Spanish speakers, but by reviewing, analyzing, and making slight adjustments over time, you will save time, energy, and a boatload of cash. Again, one adjustment at a time. Remember the free resources for you as you work on your three C's, constant course correction, and your TMAA test, measure, adjust, and allow. And the first resource is over at episode 58 to learn how to nail your vision of success and beat hustle culture. You can also download your free vision of success workbook again at tracytrapesky.com forward slash vision. If you found this episode supportive, do leave us a review on Apple podcasts with your honest thoughts and comments about the show so we can get in front of more entrepreneurs just like you. All right. I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Entrepreneur Mindset Reset. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you'll never miss a show. As you know, reviews are what help your fellow entrepreneurs find the right podcasts for them. So please leave us a review and tell your friends about us so more people can hear the valuable information we share in each episode. If you are a medical practice owner and you're struggling with overwhelm from the daily business operations and decisions and trying to manage your time and all that juggling, schedule a talk with me by visiting my website at tracycherpesky.com forward slash medical hyphen practices. Link is in the show notes. 
We look forward to hearing from you and celebrating your success.